It was a very epic rant. And good morning. With that, everybody, welcome ahead to Talking in Cars with DJs. My name is, in fact, Ultimate DJs. Uh, appreciate you guys all being here this morning. Good morning and welcome to the ARC launch that, whoa, I got an echo. Uh, welcome into the ARC launch that is Deep Space Nine. Um, this is September of 2022. Good morning, everybody. I, sorry, I'm trying to also get, uh, get my bearings about me. As you can tell this morning, my voice is uh, three octaves deeper than normal as I am fighting like the worst onset of allergy season in, in the last like 20 years of my life. It's redonkulous. But not only are we struggling with extra snot in our nasal cavities today, but we're also struggling with the fact that second repair builder, third researcher, second builder, Power buffs, mining buffs, exocomp buffs, nothing appears to work this morning. If you have updated your client, then I am oh so sorry. Nothing works. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Let's dive in this morning and welcome our guest from across the pond. See, even he is snotting this morning. Uh, good morning to you, Criminal Ripper. How are you this morning? I bet you're great. Um, rubbish. <laughs> Crappish, he says. Uh, listen, no, you know, no, I said rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Crap. I can't. I'm all. I'm all stopped up. All stopped up, baby. I can't hear nothing. Uh, well, <laughs> so yeah. See, when your sinuses are clogged, and it messes with your hearing too. Messes with your hearing. Um, okay, so listen. Let's just let's just jump in. All right, we got a lot to talk about here this morning, Ripper. First. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. First, let me apologize to everybody that our YouTube video did contain a little bit of misinformation. This misinformation was not any one particular's fault. It was just that Scopely decided to make a last minute change as they have done in the past. Ripper, you have said many, many times that when Scopely prepares content up until the moment of release, sometimes things can change. Most of the time they will... Uh, let me not say most of the time. Some of the time they will share some of those things with us. Uh, and some of the time they don't. Today happened to be one of those in which um, I shared with you the fact that Cisco's captain's maneuver and officer ability, uh, when it actually comes into reality, they've been flip-flopped. Ripper, a little bit of insight as I saw you this morning discussing with the development team. What was the primary reason for uh yeah was it no, they, just, uh, they, they 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 thought this was balanced better i don't know hell i didn't give dj that info i didn't for for the record i didn't give any of the content creators any kind of info this month because there was just listen there's real life but there's also the data which wasn't obviously completely accurate and it is a relatively large launch. New systems, new armada targets, new hostels. Yeah, nothing um, is ready. Everything is rubbish. Nothing is ready. But, you know, everything is rubbish. So we just didn't have time, everybody. And and you guys heard me kind of fuss a little bit yesterday uh, to Mr. President about the fact that that there really wasn't enough time for a feature this large. There wasn't enough time uh, for the content creators to prepare anything based on the amount of time that they gave us with the information which wasn't until literally like really only a couple of hours ago so we are learning a lot of this with you as we walk through um and uh and scopely has even already made changes from the information that was 
sent uh, here only days ago. So the uh, captain's maneuver and officer ability of Cisco have been flip-flopped. Also, Miles O'Brien has had his captain's maneuver shifted to the lower deck. I'm sorry, shifted to the officer ability and his officer ability shifted to the lower deck ability. So, uh, yes, Peffies, I'm also getting an echo. It sounds terrible. What's wrong? It's awful. I agree. It's messing with my already messed up head. Um, Wait, what? So, From me? I, I apologize. What happened? I'm are you confused. echoing? You're echoing. Am I? Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, uh, we'll fix it. Um, yeah, use your, use your great quality headphones. Um, now, listen, I got to be honest with you. Shifting Miles O'Brien uh, to have a lower deck ability, I'm actually very, very satisfied with. I, I had said in the beginning, his captain's maneuver actually looked good. Um, now shifting that to a bridge ability and then, you know, his, his officer ability being shifted to the lower deck. I'm actually completely fine with that. That is, I think, an improvement for the good. Uh, and then of course you have Cisco's captain's maneuver moving down to the officer ability, which also probably ends up being a good thing as well. Uh, data and uh, some testing will have to result before we know exactly how that's going to play out, but I'm not dissatisfied with either of those two changes as compared to what we saw at the, uh, at the beginning of our information session, Ripper. Uh, very quickly, just in looking, um, are you thinking that this does actually provide a little bit better balance? Just a little? Uh, maybe. I, I think it could. I think it could. It does depend on some implementation things, but um, I, I actually do like this version a little bit better. Now, for those of you asking about President Echo, he will be here. I've already spoken to him this morning. He is in the process of kind of just waking up and making coffee and walking into the office in which he finds everything on fire. Everything. So he says, listen, I'm going to grab a fire extinguisher real quick. No big deal. I'm going to make some scrambled eggs. Uh, then I'm going to grab another fire extinguisher. I might go call the fire department. And then I'm going to come in and chat with you guys here in just a couple of minutes. Now, Mosquito says I would not come in if I was him. And I actually already promised Echo that I was not going to bust his chops about, uh, about the game update this morning. Ripper, uh, when you come in to the game, if you've downloaded the client, there's a number of things wrong today. Uh, second researcher, third researcher, second builder, second repair, exocomps, ship power, ship cargo, ship mining speed. None of this stuff is actually working uh, this morning as intended. Do you have any insight at all into what could be happening this morning? In typical uh, talking in cars fashion, the show is a jumbled mess. And as is uh, typical on an Arcfall day, Discord decides to crash itself and our stage isn't working. So we've transitioned into the uh, after party room where it's just uh, uh, me and a bunch of bar stools and lots and lots of alcohol. Uh, good morning and welcome back into the show after a brief intermission there. Ripper, uh, what I was asking right before everybody lost all connection was... Um, the state of affairs with the research buffs, the power, cargo, mining speed, all this stuff. Do you have any theories into what actually happened this morning with this launch update? Nope. I haven't looked into it. Don't have any ideas. So I don't, I also don't really care. They, they are in maintenance now. It is very likely this is going to be gone when it 
comes back up. So who gives a I agree. I agree. And and as I was saying to some players this morning, obviously something did launch incorrectly. So yes. uh the the game has gone back into maintenance uh after the game came back up, and that is going to be to fix the buff resolver. Uh, in addition to some other items this morning, like second repair, second researcher, third researcher, second builder, uh, things like that are going to uh, be corrected when this emergency maintenance comes back up. Exocomp's also a little bit busted there. Uh, presets were also messed up. So as you guys come back online, uh, as you guys jump into the game today, just know that there was a, indeed a second emergency maintenance, which is online right now. And the game will be coming back up here very, very shortly. Now, as Ripper mentioned a moment ago, and I, I want to kind of urge some calm, this is not quite, I mean, obviously what happened this morning is game-breaking. That's why we're back into emergency maintenance. But I don't expect this to be a very massive thing. Um, there was a new research tree implemented and uh, new features, new buffs, new researches coming, uh, coming into the game. And clearly something interfered with something else. I don't expect this to be a very mind-bending uh, puzzle. I figured that they're going to have this thing fixed uh, relatively quickly. And uh, it, will, uh, it, it won't be a, a major, major problem when it comes back up. So by the time you're listening to this, unless you're listening live, well, I imagine that the know. game is going to be back up and, and things will be okay. Go ahead, Red. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I really don't think that this is... Any indication of the arc itself? Obviously, uh, the the engineering teams have their work cut out for them this morning. I don't know. I don't have the feeling in my gut that this is an indication of what's to come with this arc. I really don't. Knock on wood, obviously, but um, I don't expect that this is because Deep Space Nine wasn't ready. All right. Um, somebody asked me this morning, does this just mean that it wasn't ready? No, I don't think that at all. Uh, I believe that this is just a, a client uh, or a new, you know, a new implementation problem. And I don't expect that this is an indication of, of what's actually going into the arc. Now, however long emergency maintenance lasts, you know, that is another question. But I don't think that this is going to impact our 20 days uh, of Deep Space Nine. Now, that being said, I talked to you guys this morning briefly about the officers that were switched around. Let's talk about this Alliance Starbase loop, all right? Because this was something that I was kept kind of in the dark about uh, leading up until even now and still don't have a ton of the information. You can see in the patch notes published by uh, Mr. President earlier today that the, uh, the Alliance Starbase even has its own blog post. It has its own entire page. And we'll talk about that very briefly. Ripper, here's the long and short of it. There's a lot of new systems, 19 new systems over to the west of Borg space that center around Cardassia, Bajor, um, and those, uh, those types of narrative systems over there. 19 new systems that will be containing uh, a couple of different things. One, they're going to contain new Cardassian armadas. They're also going to contain new mining nodes uh, called plasma clouds. They're also going to be containing a couple of different types of materials and things like that uh, for your starbase to actually be mining. Now, I know um, that some people are going to look at this and be like, wow, you know, an Alliance starbase is a mining ship. 
which might be a fair first reaction. But as I mentioned in the video this morning, there's going to be a lot of things yet to come. This is a classic example of Scopely kind of starting out a little bit conservatively and then ramping up the capabilities and the features of this new content series as time goes on. We are told... Uh, yeah, there's there's a four-month plan. As we know, um, September here being Arc 1 and Deep Space Nine, we're already being told Deep Space Nine is going to be wrapping up in December. So four uh, months to this Deep Space Nine seasonal content arc, and uh, every single month things are going to be changing with respect to the Alliance Starbase. This month is all about building it, upgrading it, getting some buffs from it. So how's that going to work? Well, you're going to use normal directives, normal directives to go out and uh, kill these Cardassian armadas. Once you get that, you're going to get the Cardassian loot. It's going to come into the uh, refinery. There's going to be a new refinery where you're going to put in that Cardassian loot, and you're going to get out uh, several different currencies. You're going to get some research particles. You're going to get building materials. Uh, you're going to get uh, starbase speed-ups. And you're going to uh, get reputation. This reputation is basically going to be somewhat of a gate. Reputation, as it is known in the game, reputation is going to be required to upgrade this Alliance Starbase uh, to certain tiers or certain buffs. So there is the reputation piece that's going to be coming in, and uh, that is going to be your gate. Uh, also, of course, the refinery going to be a little bit of a gate there, but this is going to require on all uh, on all of your team refining this stuff. The more, the, just like Territory Ripper, the more stuff that you have your Alliance members refining, the more stuff is going to go into the Alliance bank, and the more opportunity, the more materials you're going to have to build and upgrade these Starbase modules. The Starbase modules are going to be providing buffs, um, to the entire team, but they're also going to be improving the functionality of the um, of the Starbase with respect to mining of materials and resources that are going to be needed to continue to upgrade this thing, as well as providing uh, buffs to the entire lines. However, it doesn't stop there. The Starbase will be providing buffs to the entire team, but there's also a new Starbase research tree that will be giving you guys uh, individual buffs. Now, this is super important to distinguish. The Alliance Starbase gives buffs to all. The Starbase tree will be giving you buffs to you as an individual. All right? So there's two different sets of, of new buffs and new research that you're going to gain access to, one through the Starbase for the team and one through the Starbase tree for yourself. Uh, Benny Hill says, is this going to act kind of like territory buffs? And yeah, probably very similar. Once the Starbase activates this buff, then the entire team will have it. Dirty Snowman says, is there going to be a build the Starbase event or can we build one now? Yes, there will be events regarding building and upgrading the Starbase. I would urge patience as we always have coming into an arc. And I can tell you for certain there will be be events for uh upgrading this building all right so i would encourage you guys not to uh, go crazy with that here this morning before event reset you will in fact be uh be uh, having a, an event regarding upgrading the ship uh upgrading the mining ship the alliance starbase okay 
Now, um, the uh, research tree is going to be using particles from the refinery. Uh, as you can see on the blog page, there are a number of currencies this month, a lot of currencies, Ripper. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what a ton of them do. Uh, there are several new currencies that are a part of this loop, and we're going to have to kind of step through those together with respects to their name. But we do know that there's a couple of different materials at least, um, and at least one resource from this plasma cloud that your Alliance Starbase is going to be mining. Alliance uh, Commodores and Admirals will be the ones that are going to be tasked with upgrading this Starbase and, uh, and mining with it. Now, certainly says, should we place our Starbase now or wait? Uh, again, I'm going to encourage you to wait since we probably shouldn't have built it yet anyway. Uh, <laughs> that being said, there are going to be events uh, surrounding working with this Starbase. So, yes, I would encourage you to wait. Um, the one thing, Ripper, that I can say is I, I did even see in the few minutes while the game was up that um, people were already running Cardassian Armadas. And again, I, I also don't encourage that as there will be an event for running these Armadas. Um, I, I really just don't fully understand why, why players every single arc will go out and engage in the new feature, the new content, as there almost always is something related to that um, that you'll be compensated for with event rewards. Yes, there will be event rewards for uh, running these armadas as well. Okay. Uh, also, I can tell you that there will be an event that actually runs um, with a Kobayashi Maru event-style mechanic this month as well, Ripper. We saw that last during Anthology with the Worms event, but there will be a Kobayashi Maru, meaning that every single directive you spend is potentially going to offer you additional linear rewards. So that is what you are going to have to look forward to with regards to these new events. Now, that being said, um, some people question my commentary when I say it's good that they're using new, good that they're using the old directives. I'm going to offer an opinion that may not be super popular here, but directive sourcing is not as bad as it used to be. It's still too tight. Agreed. Okay, absolutely, I agree. But we're seeing them now in the flash pass. We're seeing them in the battle pass. We're seeing the tactical supplies bundle in cosmic cleanup. We're seeing additional ways to source directives. Uh, in this game, and this kind of tells me that we've been building up to something like this, Aaron. Um, the the good news is, if you guys remember back to when Armadas first launched, they were essentially paywalled. Somebody had to buy directives to start the loop. You remember, Ripper? Like, in the very beginning, somebody had to buy directives to start the loop. There was no way to get them. Uh, there was no way to start that loop. The good news is, you actually, with them, no, you didn't have to buy directives. You had to buy the. That's the right. The tactical, the, yeah, the ta the, the tactical the course. Yeah, you to start your ACC. the armada course. That's right. That's what it was. Um, this time, that's not necessary. Okay, and this is why I actually praise this particular piece. And Ripper will will uh, testament. He'll witness. Um, I actually said that that was a good idea in the developer chat because. Everybody has directives, all right? Maybe you don't have a bunch, but everybody has directives, and this is going to allow everybody immediate and day one entry into the participation 
of this loop. All right, so using your existing directives, you would be able to, to start participating in this loop. And again, I remind you, don't run them just yet. You're going to have uh, events around spending these directives uh, on the Cardassian Armadas. Okay, so uh, everybody will be able to immediately be begin. And when you run these Armadas, you are going to get Cardassian loot, which goes into the refinery. Now, what some people have already noticed and maybe even fussing about is that, yes, indeed, they will give loot. All right, they're going to give uncommon loot, rare loot, and epic loot, but it is going to be less than a traditional faction armada. All right, uh, it's not the same amount. It is giving some of that loot because you are still using those faction uh, those faction directives, but it's not going to give quite as much because the intent of this loop is different. You're going to have to choose the path in which you want to use your directives. Some alliances may say, "Forget about it. We're just going to use it on normal faction armadas," and that's fine. All right. But I believe that that is going to prohibit you in a lot of ways from enjoying the extra buffs and uh, enjoying the extra pieces of material or currency and or rewards and event participation that are going to come with the new Cardassian Armadas. All right. Uh, that being said, there is I don't know how much less loot. I don't think it's a great deal. They said slightly less. Ripper, do we have any insight into how much less loot they're actually dropping? I think some people have seen them, but I have no information right now, personally. Yeah, I am not 100% sure. I don't think it's as low as half, um, but I don't think it's, you know, as little as nothing. Probably maybe in that uh, 20 to 30% range. Looser says looking anywhere between 30 and 50. Um, a level 30 was given 5K, so we're going to have to look uh, and just see what that ends up being. Uh, but they are costing the same. So uncommons at 100, rares at 200, epics at 500 directives, just like normal faction ones. But they're going to be dropping less loot, which means the priority of these is different. If you're after the loot, you're going to keep going after the faction ones. All right. If you're after the starbase materials, then you're going to use those same currencies, those same directives, and you're going to work towards this alliance starbase uh, loop, okay, which is going to give you the building material. So you're going to have to choose. The timers are different, says Biggs. You're absolutely right. The timers are down to seven minutes um, instead of the traditional 15. So that's going to give you an opportunity. And yes, Scalyback, depending on the strength of these things, which I have not tested yet. I know that some people have. But uh, yeah, loot crew is going to be somewhat important here. How about a Jordy crew? How about a five crew? Uh, absolutely. We're going to have to do some experimentation with the strength of these things just to see how uh, how it's going to actually play out. Um, but that is clearly the loop, uh, okay? That's clearly the loop, is that um, the new Cardassian Armadas do have a different end game. They have a different uh, purpose, which is going to be to work on the Alliance Starbase and therefore build up those Alliance buffs and, and obtain the uh, currency needed for you to do your individual research. Now... Uh, let's take a look at the um, at the loop that is the Alliance Starbase. We talked about uh, reputation. Your alliance will now be building re reputation. Okay, this is something that is somewhat new, kind of at least with regards to reputation. Now, alliance inventory is not new, but um, the way that you're going to be accumulating this reputation is indeed 
by running these armadas, by doing different uh, events and hostels and things like that. So that is how you're going to be earning the reputation that's going to be necessary. So, yes, teamwork, team play is going to absolutely be necessary. Smaller alliances are going to very much struggle with this particular uh, loop and that you're going to be constrained by the amount of resources that you can pick up. All right. Larger, more well-rounded teams who are going to be running a lot of armadas are going to be able to pick up more alliance reputation and therefore also more refines and more alliance inventory to build your alliance starbase faster. Okay. Uh, General Chaos, as mentioned, the timers are seven minutes. So not the 15 minutes that you're used to. There's seven minutes, kind of like what happens over in exchange space. All right. Now, let's take a look at um, some more pieces of this particular loop. Once you are able to start mining with your Alliance Starbase, you'll look in those systems. Uh, you'll find plasma clouds. You will spend a special new currency, a special relocation token that will allow you to move the Starbase. You will not be able to move this thing infinitely which means you're going to be wanting to look for a nice full node instead of moving to a partial because it will indeed take a special relocation currency in order to move the starbase. Once you move that starbase to a plasma node, you're going to mine that thing down to zero, and you're going to use those materials also in some form or fashion, whether it's in the refinery or whether it's directly used to upgrade station modules uh, or starbase modules. Uh, we don't know yet, but that material that you're mining will also be used to build up those station models, therefore giving more and additional buffs. All right. Um, I will open the floor for questions. There's not a ton of extra information at this time, as we know very little. All I do know um, is what I've told you already. The, there is a new research tree. I don't know what's in it yet. However, I have been told and seen a screenshot that there is new material efficiency in there, Steven Zaren. Uh, I don't even know what it's going to do, whether it's going to be ships or all material or, you know, only research um, or buildings or whatever. Isogen. Isogen, uh, yeah. Ooh, that's good. Uh, there's also was for the uh, for the new stuff. And I think there's material as well somewhere. I think I'm also being told by Lee Blackwell that there's Armada loot enhancers. So this tree, just I don't know what the dependencies look like. I have no idea, but this does sound actually beneficial, you need, right? You need the new rep and then the, the the specific level of the of the Alliance Starbase, right? So, of course. If your alliance is rubbish, you kind of, kind of, you, you get, you get screwed. Well, you know, that's been a topic of contention for quite some time. Are you actually screwed or have you made a choice? And it might be time to reevaluate that particular choice. Um, no, if your alliance is rubbish, you're screwed. And we're seeing it. Uh, which is why I say it might be time to reevaluate that decision. Is it time to join a larger team, or are you good sitting back and just slow rolling this thing while I, you can? I, didn't say I don't want to say that you're screwed. Small. An alliance can be small and not rubbish. That's true, 
but they are just inherently going to be limited by the refinery. Okay. If you've only got 20 players versus 80 players and you got 100% participation, you're going to have more refunds, therefore more material with the larger alliance. This is a time that you guys are going to have to take a look and evaluate whether or not it's time to join a larger team or whether try to merge your alliance with somebody else so that you are going to be able to play this thing at a faster pace. On the other hand, you're not in the dark if you decide to stay with a 15-person alliance, all right? You're just going to be slower. It's going to take longer to get the rep. It's going to take longer to get the materials, but you'll still be able to do it, all right? You'll still be able to do it, and this is why I say your decision with a small or large team is not right or wrong, but this is uh, an alliance team-based feature, and the bigger your team, the faster you will progress, all right? Whether you agree with that or not, it just is the core of this game, and it's the core of this feature. More refines equals more material equals faster progression through the Alliance Starbase. So you're just going to have to make a decision for you as to whether or not this actually works or not. Okay. Um, there are a, a, there is a new limiter, so to speak, if you will, Ripper, in that the materials that you refine and contribute to the Alliance Bank, much like in territory, will be retained by the Alliance if you leave. However, what won't be is your reputation. Now, can somebody, Aaron, can you, supposedly, Ripper or Aaron, if you look through those notes, are you able to indicate, will the Alliance reputation actually, is the Alliance reputation actually an Alliance currency, or is it the sum of all individual uh, reputations? Because the patch notes indicate, if you leave, the reputation will be lost. Supposedly. Does that does that mean lost from you, or does that mean lost from the team? And is Alliance reputation just the sum of individual reputations? All right, let's take a look again at the patch notes. Alliance reputation is a new measure of your connection with your current alliance. It's unique to each individual alliance member. To earn reputation, you do the armadas. Uh, or uh, the refinery bundles or other types of bundles that are available with your currency. Uh, alliance reputation is required to begin research on specific... Ah, I get it. So alliance reputation is not contributing to the starbase buffs. It's contributing to the research in your starbase tree, your own individual research. And this is yep. the kicker. If you leave your alliance... You lose all Alliance reputation, meaning you've got ground to make up for before you're able to begin proceeding with new individual research in the Starbase tree. This is going to be a very interesting mechanic. All right. Uh, and, and I think that it is dangerous. And I think players are going to have to be very, very careful with this. Let's pretend that you've got a reputation. I have no idea how they scale. But let's pretend that you require 10,000 reputation to get research level one. And then you, you need 20,000. Like, a lot of the level <clears throat> one stuff, I think, is actually no, no thing required. Well, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, let me draw an example. Let's say you've worked and you've built up 100,000 reputation. And you've done seven levels of research. And then you leave your team then all mm -hmm. of your reputation is gone. You have to build back up to the amount of reputation necessary to get to level eight. It's going to yep. stall you. 
It's going to stall you. And Jayberg says, listen, this might be a creative, non-direct way of discouraging alliance hopping, and I think you're correct. We've talked about in the past that Scopely needs to do something with relation to territory capture, with alliance stacking, alliance hopping, this and that. This is going to keep people in alliances. And while some people are going to fuss about this, I think this solves a much larger problem that the community has been screaming about for a long time and uh, will actually discourage alliance hopping. Wait, Blackwell, people were still doing alliance hopping? Oh, yeah. Especially what? in some servers where there's still conglomerates in territory. But what for? Oh, so they can continue to control the map? Qfire says hopes for particles all gone now. I don't know if I agree with that. You just need to uh, listen. The server dynamic could potentially change with this. Okay, isn't there technically if, a way to get the <clears throat> particles? It's there slow, are but technically. Yeah, you can, you can. Um, but I, I do think that this is a potential solution for problems with that that look into another feature, as in territory capture. Gopher says this might make territories more active in which alliances will have to contest. They will have to move to get their particles. All right. That being said, it is also going to change the current dynamic of conglomerates and alliances trying to control the map. So ooh, we're going to have to see how that goes. TC could be looking at a little bit of a shakeup. All right. That being said, that is clearly what this thing is meant to do. So do some research. <clears throat> and Bernard says, well, once research is done, it's back to the current state. Well, let's not pretend that that's going to be a very quick process. All right. That's probably, I mean, listen, you could say, yeah, when I'm done with the research, we'll go back. But I'm sure this research tree ripper is not necessarily something that's going to get done in the next five to ten days. Um, All right. It's. I mean, the, the, the highest I've seen, I think it goes to 10 million. So, you know. Take, take from that what you will. The reputation required to max research is 10 million. Good golly, think, Miss Molly. I think. I think that's what I saw. Which is going to make some of these researches really important. You saw that there were loot researches. There is uh, loot gain researches. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, these particular, uh, this particular Starbase tree, in only the very, very limited information that I've been able to see, actually does look like it contains valuable research. Now, how it scales and how it's going to cost, I don't know yet. It could be wildly expensive. But, Stephen Aaron, on the surface, looking at the, buff, the buffs and the efficiencies that are contained in this tree, my first impression is that this research tree appears to be as valuable as away teams or territory. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the fact that... Using its own currency. Yep, using its own currency, which means it's self-contained. Please go on mute, whoever that was. That means it's self-contained and not draining the resources from other research needs like traditional crystal, gas, and ore. All right, so there are some positives, uh, positives to be taken out of this particular form of design. And, uh, you know, people fuss about new currencies. I, I, again, I can't say this enough. I can't get behind that. You guys have to acknowledge what new currencies do. People get annoyed by them. People don't want to learn about them. But if everything used gas and crystal 
see Viking Star calls it another cash grab. Well, first of all, obviously it's going to be monetized. I don't know why you expect it any different. All right. If you want a free, free, free game, this ain't it. That being said, if you wanted Crystal Gas and Ore to be the funding material for everything in this game, your progression would grind to a halt. Ripper and I have been preaching this for two years. Special currencies are vital to your progression. They are vital to your progression. And you, they smell like cheese. Hi, good morning, Reed. Somebody server mute that butthead. Oh, <laughs> Shut up, Reed. Uh, good, good morning. We love you too, Reed. Uh, no, yeah, no, hashtag gonna, shut up. I'm, I'm going to mute myself in respect of this. So, you know, just. <laughs> nope. And he's gone mid sentence. He's gone. Axe. <laughs> All right. You're gone. You're out of here. All right. So, uh, Dan says, question Will you be forced to research the new research again after losing the rep? No. Once the research is begun, even once it's begun, you can lose the reputation, but you won't be able to start a new research until you have regained the reputation necessary. All right, so you will not lose the research, uh, and you won't even you won't even lose the research that you've started. Once the timer begins, then you're Gucci. Okay. Now, I would like uh, at this moment, if we may. I don't know, Ripper, and if you can help me out, I would be very, very grateful because I am in the car, I am driving, and this is a challenge, and my client just froze again to try to find uh, President Echo. At this time, we're going to go ahead and extend an invite. Uh, Ripper, if you don't care to reach out to him, he was waiting on my PM, uh, but I seem to be unable to actually send a PM. So if you would let him know and uh, bring him in, let him know that we're ready. And in the meantime, I am going to try to answer questions in rapid-fire format based on the little information that I know. Aaron Dax says there will have to be a catch-up mechanic later down the road for rep grind. They cannot expect people to stay in one place forever and alliances not to dissolve. And I agree. I do expect uh, more to come. As I've been saying all morning and in our video this morning, there is a lot more to come. With respect to Deep Space Nine, if you guys think that Terok Nor is only a mining vessel, you would be mistaken. <laughs> it, it is for now. <laughs> for yeah, today it is, but that doesn't mean that it won't evolve. Things will change. Yada 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 yada. This is not okay. the end. This is not the end. Biscalian uh, says, "If we go back to our original alliance, will we get our reputation back?" Uh, nope. In theory, they say no. They say no. Obviously, anything could happen, but the intent is no. All right? It will well, not man, happen. If you do, be, be guaranteed they will fix it. I agree. It's not the intent. So if it happens, just, you know, enjoy it while it lasts, but it will not. Uh, that, that is not their intent. Okay? Uh, that is not their intent. Um. Let's see. I'm going for other questions. Looking for other questions. Oh, Bernard says, why these stats for protection? No need for protection if it can't be stolen. Ha 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 ha. Thank oh, no. you, Bernard, for pointing out the obvious. You are correct. Echo, Echo is coming, by the way. Fantastic. We will welcome Echo. And be, guys, guys, be sure to throw your questions in here. 
Um, so far, we don't really have any questions for Echo. I will get an update for him as to what's going on with the game engineering-wise, but that is less relevant to what we're actually uh, going to be talking about, which is the new content, um, and uh, trying to see if there's any questions that we can get answered moving forward. Guess we'll, uh, guess and, we'll see how horrible this will be with Echo in here in the uh, body. And I swear to goodness, I you know what, Ripper, I'm giving you and Aaron the green light. If anybody interrupts Echo, they can be kicked. Okay, let me just put it out this way. You guys are on push to talk. We're trying to work around a Discord failure this morning. Um, but that Wait, does mean that you guys that does mean that you guys have the capability, uh, like Reed there a moment ago, to to inject yourself into the conversation. I swear to goodness if anybody Ooh, come comes on, in. Uh, Echo only is if he, here. I don't know only, if Echo has permissions for non-push uh, to talk. Maybe he he probably does not. But give me a moment and let Echo, me see. Can you, if, can you talk, or do you require push to talk? Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, we do have him, which is a good thing. Echo, are you on push to talk? No. Okay, okay good, good, good. I I thought I had that set up right. So Echo, we have had uh, problems all over the place this morning. Uh, we've had problems in Star Trek Fleet Command with the game client, which we're going to touch on in a moment. But we're also in a different room here in Discord uh, because Discord is having its own fair share of implementation problems this morning. So um, please just bear with us as we uh, uh, try to make this work in our new room. And again, community, last warning, if anybody comes up and interrupts or says anything to Echo, you will be swiftly removed from the room. Uh, cat herders, get your booting fingers ready. Good you morning, Echo. Good morning, President Echo. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fantastic. It's a Good. beautiful morning. It's hot. I'm hot. It but. is It is a busy morning. I can understand why it's hot. There are dumpster fires all around Scopely HQ this morning. <laughs> Let me first ask, first of all, and, and, and this might be a turnabout uh, from last month where I was feeling pretty grumpy about things. Crazy enough, Echo, this morning's implementation has just been downright garbage. It's been terrible, yet I don't feel as bad because I'm looking at the content and I'm actually kind of feeling optimistic about the content. First, let's start with the state of affairs. Engineering-wise, we're in a little bit of a catastrophe mode right now. Can you give a little bit of insight into what happened, what's going on, and what will happen over the coming hours and if there's an ETA? So we're currently looking into what's going on. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain this with my limited te technological knowledge ba basically this we worked really hard on this i just put out an announcement and the team did test this on like live environments this stuff didn't pop up then so we're all as soon as we saw it we made the decision to swiftly take things down because like we've been saying over the past months it's really important to us to provide quality content and experience everybody expects Right. And we saw that this wasn't doing that. So we took it down to fix it. Um, we don't have I don't have an ETA right now, but I'm going to be constantly giving everybody updates. I just provided an update in Discord. Um, so as soon as it's going to be coming back up online, we'll be sure to let everybody know. We're going to be sending out a gift to everybody to compensate for some of the stuff that happened over the weekend, as well as the delay. And we know everyone's really, really excited for Deep Space Nine. And we want to make sure, we're really excited for it too, but we want to make sure it goes out correctly. And it not be like, you know, doing things while things are live and things aren't working the way that we want it to, ETC. 
Um, now, very, very quickly, uh, and Ripper, it sounds like he's got a question, but I've got a, a quick question that I do see in the chat, in particular from APAC and, uh, and some European server players. Uh, we are in emergency maintenance. We don't know. Do, do you have a little bit of an ETA on how long this is going to take, or, or are we still just in troubleshooting mode? And if, uh, as a secondary piece of that question, uh, APAC players who are approaching midnight at this time, can we expect a longer than eight-hour peace shield, maybe even a 12-hour peace shield, uh, ceasefire shield for those players after maintenance comes back up? We're extending the ceasefire because of everything that's going on. Because we, and we know that you know people can't get into game right now to put up peace shields that might be expiring. So we are extending the ceasefire um, for exactly how long as soon as we figure out how long this is going to take and how long we need it, then obviously we'll let everybody know. Um, and we're also discussing some of the events that people might not need or might not have been able to finish, like Lat Rush. So we're talking about well, yeah. all of those different things. I, right. I have yeah, there's... a more important question. There's a okay. leaderboard running. I would have, I would win. I don't know what my score is right now. If I don't win because of this maintenance, I demand first place rewards. <laughs> well, I, listen, no, I'm serious. I... I'm in first place, too, and and I did not even have a chance to check my score this morning. I was in first place for the recruiting event, which isn't as important as the terror skin shards. I mean, Echo, in fairness, you've never even seen the terror skin because it's two years old, and this is only the second time it's ever been sourced. So I know some players were actually really pursuing that one um, and losing. Yeah, I was, too. I, I am, too. So losing this time this morning could be very detrimental. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what the mindset could be. I mean, obviously, you can't grant everybody first-place rewards, but this is really, really dangerous when you've got solo leaderboards. You know, it's one thing with milestones. Like, Faction Hunt, that's easy. You could grant everybody that. But you've got two different leaderboards going on right now that do contain relatively valuable rewards for people who are chasing. How do you address something like that? From, from a community management standpoint, I can't imagine that you give everybody first place, but... Can you? Like, what do you do with a competition for a valuable reward when it's right interrupted now, by maintenance? It, it's something that we need to have a very serious sit-down discussion about, right? Because these leaderboards are something that people are putting a lot of time and effort into. Yeah. And making sure that this is handled correctly is something that I'm literally in a group conversation right before I came over to the show, DJ, talking about these things specifically, like hey, what are we doing with the ceasefire? Are we extending shields for everyone that can't get in the game? Like APAC, it's getting, like you said, it's approaching midnight. How long is this going to take? What about the events that people were participating in right now? How are we going to compensate people for their time? Like, these are all things we're talking about. And, you know, as you've said, and probably everybody knows, there's a couple of different things going on right now. But all of these conversations are actively happening. And we're aware of everybody's concerns. We're doing our absolute best to make sure that they're all addressed so that when Star Trek Fleet Command comes back online, Deep Space Nine is out, everybody can breathe a sigh of relief, know things are taken care of, and just enjoy the new content. That's all, that is our main concern right now, is get Star Trek Fleet Command up, back up and running, make sure everybody's concerns are addressed, and people can focus on having fun. Okay, let me uh, let me come to a couple of questions in the chat. Uh, we talked about uh, maintenance. We've talked about the faction hunt, which again, the faction hunt 
is a simple one. That's a solo milestone that Scopely could anticipate that everybody would would possibly be able to finish. So I'm not sure that that is really the area of concern. Echo, if I'm looking at this, I mean, as a as a solo milestone, it is relatively presumed that the majority of the player base would finish that event. So I would imagine that you guys recognize the fact that those rewards would be paid to anybody who put in the time for the event, and therefore I would consider it less concerning if you guys just granted everybody the rewards or the completion from Faction Hunt, right? Like, that's not beyond the realm of com- uh, of reason. What we're concerned with are the leaderboards, right? Uh, again, these are all things that we want to discuss and make sure that we're addressing properly. Um, I don't want to say exactly what's going to be done until we know exactly what's going to be done and I can tell everybody, right? The leaderboards are obviously a much more concerning topic than a solo milestone i will agree with you and that's why we're talking about those things right now all right fair enough uh let's talk a little bit about this new loop now you had mentioned last night on rev show and on our twitch and we appreciate you coming by by the way i i i think i'm fighting a head cold and so as as the night went on echo yeah as the night went on i became grumpier and grumpier so i apologize uh, if if I came down on your hint a little bit hard yesterday, or even the the information, <laughs> you're totally about fine, dude. I, dude, I, dude, even this morning I'm snotting all over the place. Like I've got a crazy sinus headache. But um, let's talk a little bit about this alliance gameplay. Now we've talked about alliance reputation in particular. That seems to be one of the more interesting pieces of this new alliance starbase loop with regards to the alliance starbase research tree all right because the there's two different sets of buffs right the starbase is providing alliance buffs but your research tree the starbase research tree is providing an individual research and the alliance reputation the reputation you have gained as an individual is going to contribute to the research that can be completed there what some players are saying is well this appears to be stifling my progression in other areas, for example, alliance hopping for particles or jelly blueprints or this or that. However, there's also been a very common complaint throughout at least a large portion of the community. I won't say majority, but I'm included in this camp about alliance hopping, right? And how it needs to be tempered a little bit, a little bit more controlled. Can you speak to us a little bit about the intent of this particular feature? Is it Scopely's intent to slow down alliance hopping and is it scopely's intent for you to to look at your social experience with your team and really truthfully not be able to leave like i mean some of these reputation levels as ripper said are in the millions so what happens if six months from now i'm booted or six months from now i am not getting along with my team and i want to leave are there going to be mechanics in place for reputation locks or or tokens that can be earned to preserve my reputation if I were to move. This does seem like it solves problems on, on an everyday basis, but I can definitely see some long-term concerns here with basically starting over if you leave your alliance. Can you give a little yeah. bit of insight into that? I think that's a, a, a great point, DJ, and something that I absolutely want to make sure I have full understanding of how the system is working and what the intent is from the team when it comes to hopping and what you're bringing with you i know that 
me, you, and the Arc Runner talked a little bit about that when we were first talking about, you know, Alliance Starbases about a week ago, DJ. That's right. DJ knew about this and couldn't tell anybody for a very long time. Um, That's about all I knew, but anyway. (laughs) The idea is, so the Alliance Starbase conceptually was not trying to be like, okay, you have to stay with your Alliance or anything like that. It was to celebrate Right. Because like I was saying on your show last night, DJ, you know, the thing that I've seen the most since working here at Star Trek Fleet Command is just how much people value their alliances. They value. I mean, some some servers don't get along perfectly, but people it's family. Right. And we wanted to give more opportunities for these alliances to work together and build something as a unit and to feel like they're all contributing to the same cause. So when we're talking about, well, what if things aren't working out with my alliance and I'm deciding to leave because, you know, I found a better opportunity, then that's something I want to make sure that I fully understand how that's going to work. And if there is something that we need to look into about, like, you know, a timer, if, like, you leave an alliance after you have, like, X amount of time in between alliances where your rep will carry over with you, ETC, right? So... I think you bring up some very valid concerns, but the idea of the Alliance Starbase was not to like lock people in an alliance. It's to celebrate alliances. That is the reason. We've never had something like this where everybody is contributing to a building, right? Or contributing to a research. And I think that's a really, really cool, unique, new technology and feature that we want to make sure people are able to get their hands up. But it's also doing what everyone expects it to do if there is a case where people are going to move around because it happens sometimes right sometimes you just don't get along so i definitely think it's something that we want to make sure we have those things in place um sooner rather than later so let me ask uh this next question from pavic in the chat uh changing gears just a little bit and echo thank you for that answer i think that that does provide uh just if i'm responding to that ripper i feel like that means that at the very least echo understands that there is an important need to be able to move, but maybe just not quite as rampant as we have seen with some of the other elements that community does complain about from time to time. So maybe there could end up being a a slower way to move or with a reduced amount of penalty, but certainly not something where you're going to be jumping alliances five times in a month or 10 times in a month just to, you know, secure territory. So I think that this could be a good blend, but we're going to have to wait and see what Scopely is going to do to introduce some form of preservation uh, or token or whatever that would allow players to leave their alliances without sacrificing all the rep. Pavic has a question, uh, Echo, which I know you know the answer to because I do as well. Starbases appear to have a protected cargo limit. Echo, can Starbases be attacked for overcargo? Not right now. <laughs> Trader is turning over. Trader just woke up. She's out west. She literally just woke up to the to the sounds of horror and screaming within her server uh, as uh, territory or uh, territory. A lot of starbases have been hinted at. I mean, listen, I, I think I. I don't officially know. Nobody can say that I leaked something. It, the game shows protected cargo, which clearly means it can go over cargo, which clearly also means, Echo, it's got to be able to be attacked at some point. Trader just responded in chat. 
<laughs> yeah, Trader's like, I just woke up. I heard the screams from inside my head. Listen, guys, here's the situation. I told you in the video and I told you again this morning, this is stepping back to a building up, a ramping up the, the story. What you see here in month one is not all there is to see. There are new things coming and things will continue to evolve over the next four months that I find to be somewhat exciting. So uh, just be aware, like what you see right here is not it for Deep Space Nine. It's not it for the Alliance Starbase. There's a lot more to come. Uh, let's see. I, I had a question in the chat just a moment ago, and I think I lost it. So I may have to I may have to come back to it yeah, if I, I can find it just, a little bit later. Do you mind if I just add on to that a little bit, DJ, while you're looking for that question? Please, yeah, please go right ahead. Yeah, so this is not it for Alliance Star Bases, right? We're putting out one thing at a time with Alliance Star Bases. It's a big new feature that has a lot of new tech tech with it. And something we've been saying a lot and what we've been doing a lot over the past few months is trying new things that involve technology that we haven't had before, right? And the Alliance Starbase is one of them. Like, it's a structure and a research that people are working towards contributing together. And this is not it for Alliance Starbases. This is just making sure things go out and this is working properly and then there's going to be another layer and then another layer and then another layer from what I've been told, right? So I want everyone to know that there are a lot of plans for what can be done with Alliance Starbase. And I'm not saying anything of what's going to be happening, but it's very interesting that you brought up the protected cargo thing, DJ. I'm just saying it shows in the game. So it, lend, it lends the theory that, that it could potentially uh, enter into combat. Let me ask you a question uh, here from The Weeknd, who says, listen, um obviously within deep space nine quark's bar was a big piece of it there was a lot of commerce and a lot of market that happened within the within the starbase is this alliance starbase going to allow for transfer of blueprints resources and or materials and currencies amongst alliance members excellent question weekend president echo do we have a market in our future i don't know excellent <laughs> sorry, no, I need more. Something, Ooh, so, look at all that detail. I know. Sorry. Um, I will just say that a a way of something that we've been talking about recently is people's inventories, right? People having all of these things that they can't use or they have a lot of and wanting to either clear it out or be able to exchange them for something else and there is no definitive plan there is no way of understanding how we're going to do it or if it's when it's going to come out or if it's going to come out but we are actively discussing what something like that could look like okay and fair enough i like i i think me personally as a community manager and person that plays this game i think quark's bar is a very very interesting thing um but no, I don't have any details on that right now. But it is something we've discussed or, and are actively still discussing. Fair enough. Uh, somebody says, hey, listen, we just tried a 45 Epic uh, with a traditional Armada crew and got our tails whipped. 
Uh, I may point your direction at these three new officers this month, which all have a lot to do with armadas. Take a look, especially the one where it's adding shots. I believe that was Miles. Uh, was it Miles O'Brien? The one where he's adding shots. Guys, this is an interesting concept that Scopely is toying with. Uh, you got Miles O'Brien adding shots to armadas. You had straight team last month adding shots. Um, you've got Mantis taking away shots. It seems like shots are uh, a, a new thing that Scopely is toying with. Uh, and, and obviously, when you add so many shots for so many rounds, it's going to make a huge difference in these armadas. But let me step back and ask an obvious question, Echo. We clearly do not see a strike team set this month. Can you give us a little bit of insight into the concern that players have and what Scopely's release plans could be on the next interceptor set or the next uh, strike team set, rather? The next strike team set is coming very, very, very soon. Like, people are not going to have to wait a long time. It's not soon TM six months, okay? Um, I want to make sure I know my timeline before I say it, but uh, I'm thinking within the next month or so. It, uh, we should see a new one, but let me verify the time. So before you quote me and snip that and spread it all over the internet. Okay, no, fair enough. I'm, I'm good with that. Um, I just don't like saying was... soon because I know everyone was like, soon means six months. It's like, no, I'm not saying six months. Just let me get a very, very soon. No, Blue Mandalorian, it's not too late. No one clipped that. They're not allowed. <laughs> uh, let, me, uh, let me ask you this. Regarding uh, stepping back, and I know that you answered this question last night. Let me ask it again just for formality here on the podcast. Do you have any update on with regards to Mantis BP sourcing for free-to-play? So, again, I, I hate using the word soon, but this was something that was actively being worked on before the Mantis was released. Right now, the plan that we have involves, again, new tech, right? And so before we come out and say this is how it's going to be done, we want to make sure it works the way that we want it to. Because if it doesn't, then we're going to pivot and we're going to have it introduced in a different way. But everyone can be rest assured that the plan to source the Mantis BPs in-game through activities will be announced. All right, fantastic. Uh, let me ask this question uh, regarding your patch notes here this morning uh, and something that you and I have jointly teased over the last uh, several days is this new faction recruit bundle. Now, uh, we now have been able to share the officers that are going into it. I did that in the video this morning uh, and the process at which you'll be able to obtain these new 2.0 tokens. However, upon maintenance launch this morning, we actually don't see those faction item uh, redemptions, nor do we see the recruit bundle. Is that something that's coming a little bit later today? Is it coming later this month or, or is it supposed to be up now? I believe it's coming when all of the new stuff gets launched. So like, you're thinking event reset today? I, be I Ho hopefully, believe hopefully. so, from what I understand, but let me verify. Okay, very good. Uh, and yes, as uh, discussed this morning, folks, there are some valuable officers in there, including Honor Guard Wharf, John Harrison, uh, and Leslie. Uh, Yuki is in there if you are a newer player. And do keep in mind, these are level 30 plus so uh, you'll have definite opportunities to uh, be able to work with that. Um, Don asked an interesting question. And, of course, Echo, you saw this in the developer chat. 
uh, where I was responding to some feedback or providing some feedback regarding these new faction bundles. And I know that this was before your time, but can you give us a little bit of insight into why we still don't see Picard? I mean, Picard is a valuable officer. Uh, I know that he is held in high esteem from you guys, but to provide no sourcing at all just seems, you know, it doesn't seem quite right. Uh, what is the team thinking about when looking at Picard? And are we, are we able to look forward to a sourcing plan with him in the near future? I think that understanding the best way to source Picard and understanding how much people want Picard um, is definitely something to better for you to tell me, right, DJ? Because I don't know why Picard is still so hard to find, right? Like, I would need to ask, ask that question. It could just be as, oh, well, you know, people really, really wanted Harrison, so that's why we put him in the recruit thing, and I, I don't know the answer to that question, but it's definitely something I can go and ask for more information on because I'm sure that a lot of people would love to have higher tier Picards. I, I think that there were potentially an officer or two or three that we could have still worked into this new recruiting bundle without it necessarily really breaking anything. You know what I'm saying? Like adding a Picard in there, adding like we got some of the duality guys, but not all of the duality guys. Um, so it, it would have been a little bit interesting to see, you know, some of these, uh, revamp a little bit and obviously not necessarily with officers who already have sourcing, but you know, Picard has none. Mackinnon has none, which by the way, good add to the flash pass this past month. I appreciate you guys, uh, working with me on my recommendations. I think overall the flash pass hopefully, uh, ended up being a success. I feel like a lot of players were positive in the reception of those officers, but uh, there's more to talk about that uh, a little bit later. But, for example, Tactical Mosquito says, you know, Hendorf, not exactly a super high-priority officer, and, and I don't disagree. On the other hand, John Harrison, a great add to that chest. Um, TOS McCoy, on the other hand, maybe not as much. Could we have looked at, uh, and is it too late to look at, potentially a last-minute officer shuffle in there? Could, could Picard find his way into the new 2.0 bundle or is that always ask and i will always ask dj um i don't know if these can be edited or not again i am not the one programming and adjusting things like the live ops teams can so i don't know the limitations of these sort of new recruits but yeah let me ask fantastic all right um ripper let me actually uh shift to you on the stage here i know that you had mentioned earlier you had a question or two Really, uh, yes. Really sorry. I just got confirmation this week. This week, the new recruits will be live. This week. All right. So not necessarily today. Not nece not today. Okay. All right. So in the coming uh, couple of days, couple of days. Yes. All right. Yes. <clears throat> and that's okay. That's all right. Listen, that means that there's still time to change it. Once people start buying into it, uh, that's when Scopely gets all fussy. <laughs> so Echo, we've got a job today. Get Picard in the chest. I got a lot of today, DJ. <laughs> Listen, forget all the other fires. Listen, uh, real quick, just take a quick oh, only show of hands. Show of hands, how many people will 100% forgive 
the launch of this arc this morning if Picard lands in a free-to-play permanent transparent recruiting path in the Recruit 2.0 bundle. Take a look at the chat. If Take a look at the chat. You're, you're liars. Okay. Every, I don't even care no, what you say. You're no, liars. I am telling you. I am telling you right here and right now that that the litter box community right here would forgive you for technical bugs this morning if you put Picard in that chest. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. Good. Listen, I've said this before. Hot water can mix with cold water and still be warm water. Echo. All right, it's fine. We can take a little bit of good. We can take a little bit of bad, and it can still be mostly good. Okay, uh, let's throw that. Let's we'll throw that out here. We got time. We got time. Beans and Snot says, "Take all my faction credits, all of them." All right, uh, fantastic. All right, uh, real quick, let me slip over to uh, Ripper real quick or Aaron, and I don't know who else is in the chat because we're not on the stage. So. Let me uh, forgive me for not being able to see. Do we have Bubba? Do we have Trader, Ripper, Aaron? Anything that you guys have questions on or need to ask our friendly Mr. President here this morning? I, I'm all right. Well, as far as I know. Just Rizuki. Well, I don't know that. I don't know that we could possibly know that all at right. this point. I do have a question here very quickly. Rizuki says, Will the new weapon type be locked behind the Exola store, Echo, or will it be moved eventually? Now, before he answers that, let me let me just say, there's been a huge push by Scopely to get people involved with Scopely ID. You don't have to have a PC to buy from the web store. Let me be very, very clear. If you're on iOS, if you're on Android, you still can do that. And if you need help with that, reach out to one of the cat herders and we will help you. Just because you're on a mobile device does not mean that you don't have access to the Exola store. You do. Every 100% of players have access to the Exola store. All you need to have is a Scopely ID. So if you need help with that, we will uh, answer that. But I will also say, you know, Barkley was an exclusive officer in the web store, and then he rotated into multiphasics. Then he rotated into ultras. Uh, obviously, Scopely, uh, with the badgie and the attendee promotion last month, Echo, you guys are pushing Scopely ID. Uh, so it's no surprise to see that the new refit is in the Exola store, but I'm sure it's not going to be there forever, right? I don't know if it's coming out or when, but we, we've you, we've seen in the past that things have started in the web store and then have gravitated to, you know, other ways. So it, it's not against the rules of possibility that it would happen in a similar fashion. Okay, fair enough. But um, I, I will ag agree with what you're saying, and this isn't like an actual like shilling push, but you can take it however you want it. Like, Scopely ID does give you a lot of really cool stuff. Um, there's weekly free epic officer shards in there. You, we have a gift for everybody that has Scopely ID that if you hit level five, you get badgie and a bunch of other things. And then if you hit level 25 with the Scopely ID, you get 10D shards plus additional badgy shards it's enough for a full unlock um i have scopely id i think it's kind of rad i mean i i've got it as well there's no sense in not taking free stuff uh on the other hand on the other hand some players do say that the costs shift too much and even some of their costs in exola would cost more uh in other stores and so that is very real and that may be a reason why you're not a super huge fan of using it on that regard then i might also point out 
if there's a premium through Exola and you do want the weapon, then you're just paying the premium for the weapon. Now, I don't know why we do know, and let me set the record straight, Stephen Aaron, this is another myth that will not die. Scopely <laughs> does not set pack prices. I don't know how many more times I could say this. Scopely sets yeah. a base price for any and all stores. These stores are just like Walmart, Target, Kroger, and and whatever other whatever other type of uh, Piggly Wiggly, whatever whatever other type of grocer you shop at. All right, they're the ones who ultimately set the price. Scopely is the wholesaler. They say here is the amount that we want, and 100% of these stores take the amount that Scopely demands. What they set as their price is up to them as to whether or not they're earning clients or being more competitive or trying to conquest your business. Listen, we know that over in the EU right now, the Amazon store is wildly beneficial. If you're a European player, ask Ripper about Amazon coins. That's a great way. Scopely doesn't care how they get your money. They just want the money, right? The stores are the ones who determine their amount of markup. Okay, and Evo says, but they should be the cheapest on their own store. Let me be clear. Exola is not their own store. This is just another retailer. So Exola will adjust market uh, prices. They will adjust on currency conversion. They will do this other stuff. And just like all the other stores. So you guys just be aware of that. I know that some people come to me and say, well, this is cheaper and that's more expensive and this is cheaper than that one. And that's not fair, but you have shopping options. All right. Even here in the United States, you can use iOS, you can use Android, you can use Exola, but there are other uh, choices that you can use as well, including Amazon, which in the United States is not as good. There's now also, I think, a Samsung store. So there are ways that you can shop for your packs I don't mean to go into a big tangent. Maybe we should do a video ripper on all the different ways that you can empty your wallet to Scopely. Uh, but, but there are there are ways to do it. Uh, Sal says, how about Bitcoin? You know what? Crazy enough, I'm pretty sure Exola does take Bitcoin. Doesn't Exola take bit currency? I'm almost sure. Reneko says, yeah, so. Reneko even says, look here, the web store is cheaper than iOS in Canada. Uh, Reneko says the Samsung store is cheaper than the Google Store in Sweden. The prices are set on the regions and the currency conversions, and you guys just need to do like you would do anyway. Take a look at Piggly Wiggly, then take a look at Kroger, and decide where you're going to buy your tomatoes from. And what we can do is we can give multi-figure the credits. That's true. That's the only store. Exola is the only store giving you the multi-phasic store, uh, multi-phasic credits. Uh, so there, there is that. But anyway, okay. Uh, also, that's right. Gamers and maintenance. So the web store won't be open. Yeah, I wouldn't try to use the web store at this particular moment. Just throwing that out there. Um, and you're right. You've got to factor that into your equation. Evo says um, packs are cheaper uh, on Amazon if you buy in bulk. And you're right because the Amazon coins piece, you're absolutely right. Uh, Captain Pike says problem is, is it a problem? Multiphasics are only available on Exola. Well, that needs to be a part of your perceived value. When you're monetizing these packs, you got to think about what it is that you're getting as compared to what it is you're spending. For example, we've talked about buy more, save more, right? Like Amazon coin might cost you less per pack, but you're also getting less per pack than you would out of the Exola store. So you got to determine that stuff. I don't mean to turn this into an economics lesson. I'm just saying that is different for everybody across the world. And uh, you just need to make your own educated, intelligent consumer decision. All right. Um, 
Any other questions for Echo very quickly before I let him go? And I am almost an hour late for work, so I should probably get over there. Um, Echo, just as a last ditch, as we're here on the air, do you have anything from the engineering team regarding an ETA on game uptime? Let me look right now, because I was in the other channel discussing the event stuff. And then I'm talking to you, and I need to be focused. They're not trying to read messages at the same time. No, it's completely fine. I, I'm fine. I, and, and like I said, I promised Echo this morning uh, no no burning at the stake. Um, and, and let me just say, uh, Echo, despite the technical, I, I this is one area where I feel like, I, and maybe it hasn't been super apparent over the last 60 days, but I feel like I maybe am, am, am okay with this. Sometimes I can be objective and separate things, and maybe I'm just in a better mood this morning. But, you know, last month, Echo, you know, I was very, very grumpy. But that's because the content of the arc just made me very grumpy. The content of this arc actually does intrigue me. I, I'm, no I'm interested. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited to play this arc, you know? I'm always excited about new buffs. I'm excited about worthwhile buffs. When I look at, at the little bit of this Starbase tree that I've been able to see, for me as an individual player, I look at this, as I mentioned to Aaron a little bit ago, kind of like the territory tree or kind of like the away team's tree in which I see real tangible value for me as a player. Like these are not watered down researches. These researches actually look at first glance, they look pretty good. So I feel okay. like it's a research tree worth chasing and, and especially efficiencies, man, give me efficiencies over mining speed any day. Uh, this is the research tree that I wish had come out when the Galaxy expansion came, yeah. Echo. And efficiencies, efficiencies. That don't, and efficiencies that don't cost the materials we're trying to get efficiencies in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. So I feel good about this content. I do like what I'm seeing. And despite the technical piece this morning, you know, me being a tech head, I do understand things like this can happen. Uh, and, and while I do chuckle, when Echo says that this was all quality tested, <laughs> I chuckle Everyone at does, that. But I, 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 I can't. I don't have further details. But I, I do chuckle when I hear something like that. Like, lots of people were very surprised when this happened. I, I can agree with that, but and we're I not also blame I, anyone. We're one team, right? It's up to I, us. No, to and I understand, regardless of what happens, right? It's our fault. <laughs> But it could have been. It could I'm have not been a trying single to throw click. QA under the bus and be like QA didn't do it. Like no, like everyone did their job and everyone really worked hard at this. And it, it could have been as simple as as one team forgot to upload one particular DLL configuration. Like it, it could be very very simple, uh, and hopefully it does prove to be simple. I am not fussy about this, except for with the regards to the leaderboards and the events, which is going to be a challenging thing. Yeah. Very quickly, uh, Echo, last question for you this morning before we wrap up, and thank you so much for your time. You do indeed get a gold star from the litter box here today, President oh, Echo. Thank, thank you. you. Um, uh, thank you for being here, and uh, despite the fact that, that the place is burning down around you. Uh, listen, I have no knowledge of this, so, so when I ask, it is purely from a curiosity standpoint. Where is the defiant? Smile. Oh, that is very good. That is a very good answer. I like that answer. That means that me my interpretation of that answer is that we will not 
indeed have another seasonal arc end without getting our D. All right. Uh, this is the second time where Scopely <laughs> could have denied us our big D. And maybe it sounds like that won't happen this time. Um, can I lie? Can I lie, Echo, and ask one more question? I know I said I was going to ask the last question, but I do have one more question. Sure. I have praised the new Cardassian Armada's taking normal directives. And, I'll, and I will defend that with my dying breath. Community, this ultimately, as compared to the other plan, this is better. Promise. Trust me. That said, Echo, directive sourcing has long been a challenge. And now we've added an entirely new loop that people are excited about. All right. And that people are going to engage with. And directive sourcing now feels like it got just a little bit leaner. What can we look forward to with Scopely as regards to improving officer sourcing over the next, I don't know, 72 hours? <laughs> or, or days, weeks, slash months? Directive sourcing, man. Oh, I don't want to give too much weight. So for a long-term plan, I think that that is something that I should better understand from the, the, the team, right? I, I need to talk to them because yeah, you're right. We're adding a, we're adding a new sort of way to engage with our models that will take more models. So I need to better understand what we're thinking in regards of that. Something completely off topic, DJ, that, you know, has no bearing on this at all is, you know, is it Star Trek Day on the 8th? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Could that be a hint? Lazarus says, Armada gifts, or Armada directives as a gift. Uh, <clears throat> I would not be opposed to that. I would not be opposed to that. All right. Um, uh, well, you know, I like directives. Hey, uh, you lube says, listen, while you're feeling generous this morning, uh, Mr. President, maybe that gift chest could also include five, uh, of each of the strike team officers. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, just throw that out there. Okay. Um, and, and, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to keep being a liar, a big Mr. Liar pants this morning. Uh, this carrying over from the last arc. And obviously you've had a busy morning. But has strike team sourcing been discussed, even if it's not going to come uh, in a gift chest, right? Is there a sourcing loop that has been discussed? We're still being discussed. Would you be willing to share with us an option or two that could be on the table? No. I tried. I tried, <laughs> I'm folks. Sorry. I'm sorry. I did try. I tried. I know. I'm, 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 I'll just never be upset it. when you ask the questions. Just give it. Just give it away. Okay. I am Fort Knox. Listen, my first month I leaked an arc. I'm not doing it again. Dang it. (laughs) Yeah, I've I've only I've only done it once. I leaked the patch notes. It was my fault, everybody. And yet he comes on my he comes on my stream last night and telling me not to leak stuff. I'm like, listen, pretty sure if you check Scopely leaks versus DJ leaks, I've got some I've got some buffer there. Um, let me, let me wrap up with this. And I promise it's the last one community. I'm done with questions. I'm done. I'm done with questions, but I will wrap up with this commentary for people asking about strike team. And I will simply very politely, cause I'm in good headspace today. 
Uh, Echo, let me let me remind you that there is still the perceived communication of a broken promise with regards to strike team. Okay, I know that okay, you and I've had this conversation. Be following up on as well. I know there this is, is very is, important to you, DJ. I know this. It is. It is. I There's know, a perception I know. out there. I understand. Let, let me. Let me ask very quickly. Uh, two weeks. I uh, know I said I'm a liar, uh, but it, it is. It's the same vein. You're it's still sourcing. asking questions. Well, it's still sourcing. So it's like subsection A. All right. So it technically still counts. We did actually notice and talked about in the developer chat that there was not an immediate obvious meta planned for the Deep Space Nine officers this month. We do have the solo leaderboards for the epic Benjamin Cisco, but Kieran Reese and Miles O'Brien did not have a planned meta at the time that we were discussing developing this arc. Do you have any information or any insight as to why Scopely might be stepping away from the meta process and the guaranteed kind of engagement-based unlocks? And or has that been adjusted? And can players look forward to one? officer this month uh being unlocked without packs or or auctions i think that i don't want to guarantee anything right you know me mr political president i never give guarantees and i'm sure i annoy a lot of people because of it um but without giving too much away there's a very very interesting event that's going to be happening this month oh you know a little bit the mystery and intrigue event yeah i know you know a little bit about it already I did. I talked about it in our video, not in detail, like mystery and intrigue, a new event. Uh, And if you haven't watched the video, I know very, very different kind of event. It's cool. I actually really like this. And I put I teased it in the video. If you haven't watched that, please go watch it. Uh, I teased in the video that this is one of the first times uh, that we've ever seen this style and definitely the first time that we've seen this kind of construction on an event beginning here in September. And spanning all the way through December, where Deep Space Nine will conclude, there is a reward-style structure for a series of events that is spanning all four months. Are you telling me that this is potentially the sourcing plan? I, these officers can be obtained. The shards can be obtained through these events, from what I understand. Mystery and intrigue. <laughs> Okay. I will just say, you know, I know you didn't give too much and I don't want to give too much away, but I'm just my one little hint will be is that something in that is introduced this month is not all it appears. <laughs> Very clever, my boy. And with that, we will end the show. Steven Darren, it's a perfect spot to cut right there. Echo going out with a clue within a hint within a clue community. Read it and interpret it as you will. My name is Ultimate DJs. Very special thank you to our guest today, Mr. President Echo, Community Manager for Scopely. I appreciate you very much for taking the time to be here on our Talking in Cars uh, Deep Space Nine arc launch here in September 2022. Any last-minute words or message for the community uh, as we get ready to depart here this morning? Uh, Just as always, thank you for being an amazing community. I know that things aren't going as... I think any of us planned um, and we really, really appreciate all of you guys and girls and whoever you may be, you know, being here with us. And we're really, really excited to give Deep Space Nine to everybody. And we just want to make sure that it, it it's it's done right. Well, from the design, listen, lots of things can still 
present, but the design of this doesn't look as horrible as it could have been. Uh, and one thing that I will praise as we're wrapping up here, uh, community, and I think really, really, really needs to be t filed away in the back of your head, uh, that little bit of bug in your ear. When you look at this loop, when it does finally present in the game, when the game comes back up and we can play after event reset, because there's going to be events for building and, and armadas and all this stuff. But when you're looking at this loop, I do want to keep in mind one of the biggest fights that I champion every single month. And one of the biggest complaints that as the community we share is that there is often times where free to play are excluded from early participation within a mechanic. And I can assure you that is not the case with the bulk of this arc. Um, Alliance participation from the bigs to the smalls, anybody who has at least 100 uncommon directives will be contributing and able to enjoy the benefits of the Alliance Starbase and and be able to participate with their team uh, in enjoying this event and this arc and these benefits. So do keep in mind, as much as things go wrong and we want to point at that, I'm going to shill on the fact for a second that for a free-to-play this month should be one of, it should be, it should make you very, happy okay it should make you very happy because there is there is immediate day one participation so thank you guys also very much again to our special guest ripper anything that you would like to throw out there very quickly before we get ready to wrap up nah man guys with that i am your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now my name is ultimate djs and you've been listening to a special Arcfall presentation of talking in cars with djs a subset of the talking trek podcast recorded every wednesday and sunday we are in fact a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience despite discord trying to poop on us today uh in front of a live studio audience for distribution free of course to all podcast platforms everywhere i am indeed ultimate dj saying thank you so very much for being here this morning i love you all and we'll look forward to continuing our content and our continuing coverage throughout the day lots of content still to come event guide videos a special quick and dirty on the starbase loop and a special video coming towards the end of the week revealing the mystery and intrigue event very excited to produce all the content for you this coming week again thank you Everybody for being here. Love y'all. Pieces. Stay tuned for more after show with Ripper. And and Ripper, give at least 10 minutes before you start cussing, please. Love Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Echo, I have no idea if you're still here. There's like 500 people in the in the room I and I can't I, I can't see anything. Um, hey, listen, I did want to put this in the show because it would have made me sound like a big huge liar. Um, I have another question that was in the chat. Oh These my gosh. Sorry. You, you, we're off the air, so we can do, we, it's fine. <laughs> now. Don't, don't worry about it. The ship skins, the ship skins, the new G3 Epic ship skins, 200% boost to mitigation. Does that mean if I buy all three, I'm getting a 600 boost to mitigation? No idea. Let me ask. Ripper. Can you, can you tell us? Cause let me tell you that now that's expensive, but that's a $300 five of 11. Um, and I feel like that, I feel like that's a big deal. I mean, if you want to spend money, somebody, a bad way. no, I feel like that's, that's really good. 600% yeah, boost to mitigation. Thought. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. <clears throat> Epic Neo says 600 to base stats, not like five of 11. Listen, five of 11 
is 600% Wait, this boost. Is per, this is per ship, though. Well, it's 200%, but if you listen, the way skins work, it's a research. Essentially, it unlocks. So if you buy oh, all three, it's 200 like stacked. Yeah, it's 200 well, stacked. Wait, 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 wait. Aren't they like, ship-specific, though? Oh, are they ship specific? I think they're ship specific. Okay, well then no, it's just two hundred percent. Okay, never mind. You, you should you, be. But, they, I know what you're saying. Like they basically are research, like they're always on, but ship specific to that. Okay, put that hundred dollars away, guys. You spend it on directives. Oh come on! <laughs> they, look, they, look good. they look good though, right? They actually look really, really good. I do like how they okay, look. Okay, thank you. I'll let the art team know. I yeah, thought they I, did a really good job on these refits. I think they look sick. Yeah, I, I do like how they look. It's not okay. like the buff is bad, right? No, it's not bad. It's just not quite as meaningful as we... Listen, we like brain great human. I say we like game-breaking stuff, but then people bitched about Strike Team and Mantis. So I don't know, e Echo. Maybe you can't satisfy everybody. I like game-breaking, yeah, but... If that was 600% and everyone starts... Yeah, no, I could see that that was... Yeah, that, that could just be bad. Yeah. Um, I, I know that's what I look. Lube says, listen, I know what to spend upcoming event store loot on. Uh, it'll be those skins. <laughs> Maybe so. Our team has right. almost, almost been a hundred percent on point. Yeah. Our uh, team trader, trader very quickly. Uh, we do not have an update ETA status on game status at this point. Echo just nope. checked like two minutes ago. We Correct. do not have an ETA. Uh, but there's a lot of information in here regarding the solo leaderboards and stuff. So just go back and listen. Uh, Stevens Aaron, I know, will be working very, very diligently on getting the show up. And I will post it just as soon as humanly possible. Uh, in the meantime, thank you guys also very much for being Wait, here. I do. Okay. I got to bounce. Yeah. You know the gift that we're sending out to everybody for the weekend and for right now? Do you want to go ahead and spoil the contents for everybody? Not, not all of it, but there will be five Strike Team Ortega shards in there. Hot damn. I would have preferred Una, but I'll take any strike team. I'll take any strike team. So there you go. Five Ortega strike team shards in a gift chest coming uh, sometime in the next uh, couple of days. Is, is it a today thing or like you guys got I, other stuff? I don't know. Today, right? when it's, I know it's getting worked on. We're still discussing what's going into it, but just wanted to let you know. I you, think you that's weren't fantastic. You weren't, we weren't, you're not a liar. The shards will be in there. It should unlock it for just about everybody who are the few shards short. Well, and let me let me be clear, community, still up until this very moment, Scopely never designated which of those strike team rares were going to be the unlock. It, we obviously it could have been Una. We hoped for it to be Una. But if they do five shards of Ortegas, that does, in fact, provide the unlock. And it does, in fact, fulfill the promise of one of these rares will be unlockable with the $20 battle pass and full participation. That will cap off Ortegas, even though it came 10 days late. I consider that a box checked, and I appreciate Apologize that. Apologize for the Thank delay you. and needing to get all this confirmation. This was already planned a couple of days ago, but I wanted to make sure it was verified before I gave you the official nod. Well, I do like that. Uh, I am pleased to hear that. And for me, even though it did, better late than never, that checks off a box and promise fulfilled. Thank you, Echo, for that bit of good news. Appreciate that. Um, that's awesome. Thank you so very much. All right, uh, Aaron, I got to bounce. Please do what you please work your magic. Echo, thank you so much for stopping by. No and I would imagine that Ripper will continue with the NSFW version of Arc Launch Day. Uh, Ripper will be sticking around is, and continuing the, commentary. We, 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 we are going through this topic every single time. 
it is absolutely safe for work. It is not. And with it that, I not. leave you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate you all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.